This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what's going on, people? You're locked into the Miles Mikulski podcast. And joining me is somebody who is Africa's, one of Africa's biggest exports, a very, very talented artist who has, you know, got the rap scene on lock, you know, has linked up with loads of Afrobeat artists as well, and has just come off the back of releasing an album at the end of the year. And a brand new one with the legend Bob Marley and, of course, the Whalers as well. Introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are. Hey, what's up, beautiful people? This is your boy, S-A-R-K-O-D-I-E, Sarkodie, all the way from Ghana. Sarkodie, it's great to have you on. And um, yeah, let's talk about this brand new one. Let's talk about this brand new record that has come out. You, Bob Marley, and uh, the Whalers as well. It's a very, very spiritual record. Very, very magical like link up. And obviously, Bob Marley is somebody who the world knows. And I remember seeing something that I think I saw an article or something where you said you didn't initially want to be on the record because you didn't want to, um, you know, you felt a bit, wow, like I can't believe I'm on this record with Bob Marley. So how did that come about for you? Um, As you said, it's a very spiritual record. So it was definitely a spiritual moment for me as well. And having a call that this is something on the table, of course, it's hard to like believe no matter how hard you have worked in your music life, this is the last than you would ever imagine happen to you. Like you can't even think about it. It's not even part on, on, on the boxes that you want to tick. So for that information to get to me, of course, it's, it's hard to believe. But um, I think as time went on, when we had conversations and finally we had the vocals being sent to us, we're talking about his original vocals that he recorded. Yeah. And we having that in hand, that made us feel like this is actually real. And um, yes, I said I was, I was ready to pass it on. It's out of respect. Um, it was scary. It was I was super nervous because you are laying your vocals next to the legend, and uh, that's a big task. And this is gonna be there forever. So it was it was a big weight on me. I think I could handle any other feature, but this. So that was my reason. It was out of respect, but yes, I still had to do it because it was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, it, it came out amazing. And I mean, for you sitting on like it's not as a reggae record but you've also worked with people in the past like i believe it's samini on the track a couple yes. of years ago so for, i guess it felt very comfortable for you to be on the record it didn't feel like you were out of place and i know in the last like you know of course uh, the black panther soundtrack we saw thames sing the woman no cry as well so it's, it's nice to see you know african artists linking up with you know a legend or you know covering legends music and i definitely feel like you've done a great service to the record Thank you, brother. I appreciate I mean, let's talk about a bit about your legacy um, because you've been around for such a long time and 
all the music that you've put has always been absolutely quality. We've seen in the last couple of years, the pandemic has not slowed you down. You still drop loads of music and it's always been really interesting and really good. The project at the end of last year was really exciting. And obviously recently you were just over here for the One X Shafra Beats Concerto as well, which was a really, really good look. So let's, let's talk about your career. Like what's some of the major standouts for you that you've enjoyed and you look back on and say, wow, I really accomplished that. Um, I try to, because I have this phrase that I normally use that I treat my my whole career like a like a swimming contest. I I really don't look up to see where I'm going. I just keep swimming, and then until I touch the wall. So I I I barely like sit down to reflect. But yes, once career that you're super proud of, and uh, I think there's there's a whole lot we need. We need a whole day to talk about these highlights. But yes, I've had an incredible career, especially for an MC in a, in a yeah. singing afro commercial dominated um, industry to be able to find my position around that is, is is a blessing so yes i've had a lot of highlights and it keeps getting better uh we're talking about me being a bob marley's record that's like to me at this point the highest um i've had i've had an opportunity to be on certain platforms as you said that would be concerto uh, something different that came about for 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 you to have the orchestra with Afrobeats that's like unheard of and it was beautifully executed so yes I've, I've been blessed with a bunch of highlights that is worth you know throwing, throwing the light on yeah and I mean you use the perfect analogy of the swimming pool and not you know looking there until you touch your hand on the wall so for you how do you keep everything so fresh and so innovative because I feel like every time you come back with a new project there's new ideas there there's new thoughts, there's new process, there's new sounds, there's new artists you're working with, as well as some of the people that you've worked with over the last couple of years, like King Promise. So how do you keep it fresh? I don't know if I if I sit down to plan to keep it fresh, but I think if you love something, it's like anything you love, you really pay mind to it. If you, if you love your car, there's a lot of service and you do on it. If you love your woman, you want to spoil the woman all the time. So it's mainly, it comes natural because you really, really love what you're doing. And that's to me i think that's the trick so that is not something i planned i just felt like what else are you going to do you love it so you you try to find ways and means to uh still be in there so i wouldn't be able to point out a, a necessary strategy that is like I, i'm i am very cautious of that it's just i've noticed it's just the fact that i love it and when you love something you learn about how to keep it and it comes with a whole lot how you address people what you say fashion everything comes with it so i think it's because i love it the love i have for it i try to follow what makes you keep you interested in what you're doing that's basically yeah. what i do yeah and i think it's, it's good because like you said it's you're following your passion you're following what you want to do which makes it interesting which makes it the music always sound really really good and I mean linking up again just taking it back to the the last project that came out at the end of the year or end of well end of 2022 now um jams where you've got like a range of artists and you've got people like Black Sharif who have had pretty much a really really big 2022 how do you end up collaborating with some of these artists because obviously when it comes to Ghanaian music you are the top you are the upper echelon of the music but how do you uh, end up, you know, linking up with these people? Do they reach out to you? Do you reach out to them? 
Um, both ways. If if I definitely need you on a record, I'm gonna reach out. So I just keep piling music and not trying to force it. It has to really happen organically. Same with Black Cherry. Literally the last song on the project because I was I was already wrapped up, about to drop the, the the project, and then he hit me up in a DM and said, "There is no way the project is coming out without him." So. As a master, he has to do something on there. And I love that because he willingly really wanted to do it. And that's when you always have the best music. So he came through the house, we kicked it within like three records and we chose Countryside. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's basically just organic and piling up music. Um, anybody that I see, I try to like get a, a hook or a verse. If we can do something, we do it. So I've been keeping and stacking music for for a minute. For example, She Bad is a song that has done well outside of outside of Ghana and um, when you make music now are you looking at it from an international for international success or are you kind of making sure that Ghana is kind of the first point of contact for all your music I'm very greedy with sound and reach so I'm probably one of the few artists that try to do everything because I want to be able to capture all music lovers of course I have my core fan base I know where my strength is and that is literally the Sock Nation, but then music goes beyond that. So I try to touch on all sounds, but I have to love it because I love music in general. I don't love mm. rap music or just Afrobeats or I love music. So I, I can do anything. So um, Jams definitely had the target to be able to reach out to the world because that's where the African music is. So when you're recording at this point, you need to have that at the back of your mind that it's possible that you're not just talking to your people. And also I have records that is tailor-made for my people. So I just I just find timing. I I, I what you call like a roller coaster for me when I when yeah. I'm writing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's the thing. I like that because a roller coaster always kind of you've got the wave of emotions coming through and you've got like you said, you're not thinking too much about it, but you're allowing your passions to kind of make sure that they take the center stage. And obviously in the past, we've seen you work with like gigs as well. So there's always going to be places around the world that are going to know about your music and even discover you even at this point in your career. But I mean, with the state of Ghanaian music at the moment, a lot of it is Ghanaian drill. That is kind of what people are gravitating towards. Um, like Sore was a massive tune that came out a couple of couple of years ago now. Even had a remix of Stormzy on there. So, like, what? How do you look at it? Because obviously, you came from a very more rap background before Drill took over. Are you kind of happy to see Drill doing his thing and being a massive export for Ghana? Exactly. I love music. I love anything Ghana as well. So, his music is coming from Ghana. It, it doesn't get better than that. And I mean, full support. Of, of that movement and I'm super proud of the, the guys from Kamasi that's my guys out there uh, killing it you know now drawing people outside Ghana wanting to be a part of it so every win that has Ghana in there as technically is a win for me so I'm in support of anything that's coming out from Ghana yeah I mean listen even when it comes to football Thomas Partey for Arsenal right now are killing it <laughs> <laughs> exactly if you want to brag you need these things to brag as, as a Ghanaian so any moment that makes me proud I like to hold on to it. I hear that. I mean, so what is um, coming up for you for the rest of the year then? Have you got anything else exciting? I know we just had jams. So yes. are we getting another project? Are we getting anything else? Or are you chilling? So jams is still is still here. That we, we, we are not done with jams because there's too much good music to just jump to the next one. So yeah. Stare It Up is out. We are focusing on doing the, the push for that because the project is Bob Marley's, but I think I, I stand to benefit more than Bob Marley. He doesn't 
you know, he's a legend. He's, he's always going to be Bob Marley. But I think this is a shine that's been thrown to Africa. So we have to milk that as well. But yeah. we need to end the, the Jams project because it came late uh, last year. So we had time to just focus on Labadi. That's one song that I love. And yeah. then Countryside took over because, of course, that was the the organic hits of the project. So we need to drop the con- Countryside uh, video. And yeah. then we have a few bad video coming as well. A couple of videos more than we are done with Jams. But I'm outside this year. We're doing a, a world tour. We're about to announce uh, the dates. And I'm definitely coming to London. Uh, we're doing States and then Europe. And then back to Ghana, we're doing um, regions here in Ghana as well. Okay, so I feel like the, the Ghanaian show is going to be like the homecoming by the time you finish the tour and gone round. Exactly. And that is going to be um, absolutely amazing. I'm looking forward to the London show as well. And I'm sure you'll have everything tailored because I know like you're probably looking at what songs do better in different parts of the world. So I'm sure you'll have the best lined up show for everything. Exactly. Exactly. I got you guys. Thank you. Listen, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and be there at the London show. I need to. I need to come through. I'm not gonna be at the front because I'm six foot three. I'm gonna block a lot of people. I'll be at- you need, we need. We need your details. You need a special treat, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll pass. I'll pass it on. But I'm gonna leave it there for now. I want to say thank you very much for joining thank me and too. all the best with the brand new record with Bob Marley and also, of course, looking forward to seeing the music videos for um, She Bad and also Countryside as well. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate. it. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.